It's recording. Thank uh. you, robot overlords. <clears throat> so, um, does everyone remember what happened last time? Uh, uh building collapsed around yeah, us. Yeah, ceiling fell on me. Um, oh, and no one knows why. No one knows why. It's a um, great mystery. It's also worth uh, noting that Chompers got injured, and it's yes. the most important thing that he gets fixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Chompers didn't, didn't level up. Uh, oh, he didn't no. get all his HP reset. He, he's still a first-level Capybara. Well, yeah. no. Can oh, we just give him a health, him a health potion? Unfortunately, Corral doesn't have any of the health potions, so he would have already had one. Did, did our HP reset when we leveled up? Yeah, I'm just gonna, for the sake of my brain and yours, and okay. weird fractions, we're just gonna assume that the 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 billowing cloud of dust that came out of the collapsing building just lifted your spirits uh, and thus your your HP along with it. And do we have all our spells back? Or I think I'm okay. Yeah, let's just you, you leveled up, and when that happens, everyone just kind of magically accepts that everyone's feeling great now. I am officially an illusionist. Behold yeah. my trickery. Yeah, somehow, uh, um, somehow in the last you know couple hours in the city, you picked up two separate spell sheets with new spells written on them and uh, wrote them down. Phenomenal. Yeah, I am truly really an amazing halfling. Wizards are a little broken that way. Um, but yes, last session, uh, the group uh, entered the city of Greyforge, and after arguing uh, with a bunch of bandits at the front gate for conservatively about three hours, um, you guys managed to get by their hail of arrows uh, and then get into another argument outside a different block in your way <laughs> and eventually went around that too and got into a fight with some cultists. Yep. Uh, uh, which you handily won by tearing down a building. <clears throat> and when You're we last left you, you just stepped clear of this ruined building. Um, I will, I will reread you the last bit of descriptive dialogue. Mm-hmm. As you emerge from the choking, dusty apartment block, the remnants of Mendicant's Bridge stand before you. Once a marvel of Ellurian architecture that crossed the River Marin. The deck has crumbled, snapped, and shattered. Only the piles remain, stalagmites of rubble thrust accusingly at the indifferent heavens, buffeted at all sides by the torrents and eddies of the rushing water. As you watch, three drowned bodies flow on by, bloated and stinking of death. One bounces off the hull of a small felucha tethered to the embankment, and then carries on, swiftly lost in the flotsam of debris that makes the river seem half-solid. So choked is it with rubble, burnt vessels, and a million scraps of vanished lives, you almost fancy you could walk across the surface. So, party, whatever's next is up to you. All right. Uh... Um, looking up and down the river, mm-hmm. am I able to see uh, any signs of other ships on the river? Oh, you see lots of signs of ships. Uh, the the river is full of ships, all of them at the bottom of the river. Uh, there are burnt masts, overturned hulls, down down towards where the 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 walls of the city meet the river, and there is kind of like a customs chain across. Uh, it is, it's like someone threw a small village at that opening 
and the riverway is almost like impassable at that far end. You might get some boats through there, but it would be a hard, hard push through just like it's so, like a fleet sank here. Is so is it like is there like solid is it just a, a bunch of solid wreckage? Well, semi solid, uh, because it's quite burnt in places. Um uh, let me see, where'd that map of Greyforge go? If you open that up, you can see uh, Mendicant's, uh, the bridge going from the the right side to Lord's Isle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you are right there at those at that intersection where everything reaches the bridge. So it's a fairly substantial river. Like Yes, yeah, the Marne's quite big. Like the Thames, sort of. Yeah. And the lighthouse... It's and the lighthouse. Yes, and you can see the lighthouse complex. It is. It is just south of you. Um, south. Well, actually, that's north is that way. Southwest of you. So the white lighthouse is across the river. Yeah, and the distance there is only about uh, uh, about half a click, but um, that's half a click of rushing water full of bodies. And uh, junk. Bits of lemon peel. Yeah. And this boat, this felucha you've got tied up in front of you. I would like to go down and look over said halucha. Felucha. Sorry, I, halucha is a Pokemon. Yes. Oh. Uh, Gesundheit. <laughs> and um, I did have a photo of it somewhere. A felucha is a type of. It's a type of. of Shallow-bottomed uh, watercraft, commonly used in Egypt, hmm, um, okay. which is what I primarily know it from. Lantine sails. Uh, this one in particular looks um, a little like this baby here, though the sails are furled. I guess we should walk up the Falu- the Falucha. Yes. Uh, so what you can tell just by looking at her, um, she's brightly painted. Uh, it's been dinged a bit, probably by stuff running up against the hull, um, but but otherwise she seems uh, intact. Um, what you notice, uh, her sails are furled, um, and she's, she's securely fastened to the wharf, because you're on the, the, the south bank there, where the water comes right up to the Right up to the, to the level there, or actually, it's you're you're a bit higher than the river here. So the river is a couple feet down below the edge of the the embankment here, um, and uh, there's two things you notice about her, like right away. One is that on the bow um, is mounted this this kind of strange copper pipe, this big coppery pipe thing with sort of a a monstrous face uh, sculpted on the end with a big open mouth pointing out uh, over the bow. Um, and the other thing you notice is the uh, the frankly massive um, crossbow uh, built uh, onto the cabin roof. Um, it's like like a, like a siege weapon. The first thing, would I know what it is? Uh, I, I do have a mercenary background. You do have a mercenary background. All right, roll me, um, roll me an an, in, an intelligence check with advantage. Intelligence with advantage. If you've got history, so you can add history. I, I feel right. like you. Uh, I think my history is the same as my intelligence. Yeah. 
Uh, so I, I roll twice, right? And then I... Uh, yeah. Does this work in here? It does. Oh! Um, and the second one just... Huh, I guess I'll take the 20. Okay. Um, so 20. All right, 20. Well, you know exactly what that is. That is a... Zuvnu is what it's known as. It is a... Um, it is essentially uh, a siege crossbow with a repeater on it. Oh. So, uh, oops, no, I'm just posting this. Um, so you know that it takes a mounting of, um, it can take an, basically an ammo, I want to say clip, but the difference between clip and magazine gets people very angry. Yes, uh, yes. It, it can hold a certain number of bolts and then fire them like without needing to reload okay. and then takes another clip on top. Okay. Uh, and with that 20, I'll also tell you, uh, you know what the thing on the front is, uh, though you've probably never engaged in any kind of naval work. Nope. Okay. You've heard of this and you're very grateful you've never faced one. It's called a pyroclastic siphon. Oh. Um, uh, and it hurls what's known as pyro... pyro th- oof, I have a degree in Greek, for God's sakes. A pyrothalassium, oh. um, which you may know in the real world more commonly is Greek fire. Yes. So this thing uh, basically hurls a type of napalm that burns even when it lands on the water. Uh, it, it's basically a combination <clears throat> of naphtha and quicklime. Uh, and it, um, you don't want this on you. No. You no. don't want to be anywhere near the business thing. I do, I do want it on my enemies, though. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you know what these things are. And you're welcome to explain that. Uh, yes. Your, uh, your companions. Oh, and you yeah. also know the name of the ship, by the way. It's painted on the oh. bow. She okay. is the Mary Cheeser. Mary Cheeser. Um, all right. Well, I, I'm going to go admire the Zuge New mm-hmm. uh, because I respect a fine piece of military hardware when I see one. Do you know how to sail, Lizard? No, but I do respect military hardware. Oh, thank God. And the respect will get us right across the lake then. Listen, little man, do you know what this is? This is a Zuge New. It's Are you going to tell me fire. if I say yes? No, no, no. The pyrocastic siphon. The Zujnu is the crossbow. Oh, okay. So it's two separate weapons. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. the. Oh, I thought it was one chat. weapon with, with like an adapter no, on the end. No, okay. pyrocastic siphon is the is the fire thing. Heavy Zujnu. See, Parash knows this, but I don't because I'm not yeah, actually there. That's fun. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I'm going to put my hand on the one and say, "This is a Zujnu." It's a crossbow. It shoots a lot of bolts very quickly. Getting that through your head so far? I, I wrote down the tactical description, by the way. A magazine-fed, transom-mounted, single-bow, levered, repeating crossbow <laughs> that fires five pitch-dipped bolts a shot. So actually, so it does It does shoot fire. Uh, there's a torch sconce at the far end of the flight groove. So you put a torch in there, and it shoots the pitch bolt, pitch-dipped bolts through the flame. Uh, well, firing. Uh, excellent. Um, it's a bit strange that no one's around this boat after everyone's trying to fight and kill each other. Well, you did pass a group of people fighting very near here. 
some of whom could have also belonged to the cultists. This is true. Well, it belongs to me now. Can we do like uh can we look around to see if there's other things in the area? Like uh sure, you you want to mean uh with the boat or with the with the boat or with the just where you are. Yeah, just a general like investigation like that. Yeah, um in this case it would be perception if you're not looking at anything specifically. Like, All right. Perception. I will roll perception. Uh, I'm gonna look over the boat and say to no one in particular, I've always wanted a boat. <laughs> well now's our chance. Let's just take it. Oh, I already have. I hereby take possession of this vessel. This is now my boat. Corlash, so, do you know how to sail? Not a clue. I, ro- so, I rolled a 18, and then it says 6. Yeah, it, uh, okay, I gotta go in and turn all that for you. Um, yeah, uh, uh, so... Um, yeah, don't... Stop Stop doing that, roll 20. Uh, that With that, with a 18... Um, yeah, let's see, where are you? Uh, you can tell that you can see, so, okay, so where you are, you can see up, up the curve of the, of the, of the coastline a little bit, um, to where, uh, the flames are kind of, where you are, the flames are actually pushing pretty close to your intersection. You can, it's only like a block, like a block or so away from you. You can see the, 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 the outer elements of the flames that have been burning from the Marin foundry. Um, so where you're, so about two blocks away from you, um, uh, not close enough to be dangerous to you right now, but close enough that uh, uh, breathing isn't the best around here. Um, looking south, you can see all. You can see straight to the lighthouse complex on its own little island, um, and and in front of you, you can see that Castle Greyforge hasn't fallen over yet. Uh, but there oh, is, good. there is a gloom kind of hovering over Lord's Isle. Uh, uh, some of the grander homes are just like teetering because there's a big footprint kind of right at the very edge of the island. You can sort of see the outline of big hoof print. Um, so you're actually right in the path of Harbinger. It walked through here uh, and uh, on its way through the city. Uh, but you can't see anything specific uh, uh, from this locale, except as as has been stated, the the harbors the, the river is pretty crowded, and the far end especially. You can't see far enough north to the to the north exit, but the south end downriver looks pretty impassable. So what do we do? We all vote up. Just take the boat. Go to the lighthouse. Let's just do that. Well, as I'm the captain of the boat, the decision should be left to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who put you in charge? Who made you captain? Me, I when I took possession of this boat, this fine vessel. You're not even on the boat. You didn't call I dibs. I did, actually. No, you didn't. I called dibs. I most certainly did. I didn't hear you say dibs. I'm bigger than you. Pfft, I have magic. I also have magic. <laughs> I have better magic. Cross oh, is going really? to get on the boat. Okay. All right. I have Cross. all... Oh, I have far better magic than you, my man. I can prove it man, you. do you understand how any part of this vessel works? No, but I know I'm not <laughs> the first one on the boat, no longer making me captain. I'm the captain because I at least understand half of how this boat works. You understand how to blow things up with the boat. Is that not the most important part? No! <laughs> it absolutely Arguably, is the most important part. Sailing the boat is the most important part, and I've already established that none of us here are trained in that. Well, we can just... we can make a couple checks if you'd like. Yeah, to would see. I have any any knowledge of that even remotely? <laughs> I'd like no, to point I'm, out that I'm Biff's grandmother. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I haven't taken part in naval combat, so I probably wouldn't know. 
Fisk's grandmother. grandmother was a swashbuckling pirate. That's that's true. Um, uh, but I don't think stories of daring do are, you know, uh, necessarily the most efficacious approach uh, to to sailing a boat. Um, do you guys just want to like try? Th- you want to give me some some hints of what I'm going to try here, fellas? Um, I say we just do it like they do it in the books. We get on the boat, we unravel whatever that sail is, and then we just. <laughs> Go on our way. Very well. Then I shall give the order. Men, make ready the sails. We sail at dawn, or whenever is practical. I don't know. We're going now, I guess. <laughs> Which way is the water going? Uh, water's going uh, southwest. So that's towards the lighthouse? Yeah. Well, right. that's convenient. Yeah. It is downriver from you. Um, um, I will make an intelligence check. Okay. And like... like if if you're checking out the boat itself, that'll be investigation. If you just um, want to work out what the boat is doing, that's intelligence. I have okay, great I will make, it's the same for craw either way. So I will make an <laughs> intelligence check to attempt to decipher how one unfurls the sails. Okay. Oh. Uh, hey. Whoops! I did intelligence save. Oh, it's gonna be the same either way. Ooh, twenty. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, that's. That's pretty good. All right. Um, can I do an invest? Sure, you can do an investigation. Check. Um, I'm also going to do one, but I'm right. going to look for a fancy hat in, in okay. case because if I'm the captain of a boat, I better damn well have a fancy hat. Stop rolling friggin' advantage. Um, Biff's going. Well, you stop doing that. Roll twenty. Stop rolling advantage. Sorry, give me your numbers. Biff um, is going to be just investigating the boat. He just wants to know if anything else is on this boat. Okay. So I guess that's I've got a plus one to investigation, and I'm looking for a hat. I got a 13 plus four. 20 plus one. So I rolled a 12. Okay. I rolled a 13 plus four. No, you well, didn't. Sorry, I rolled an 11 plus one. The 13 includes the plus four. Yeah. Okay. Dang it. So, so, uh, who's got the highest number there? Sorry, you're throwing me a bunch of numbers. You're throwing a bunch of numbers at me. I uh, do. Yes. Yes, you got the you got the highest with the twenty on on uh, the sails. Th- th- but everyone's searching Biff, the boat. Okay, Biff. All right. Um, that's you know not the greatest investigation check. All of you, like searching over the ship, uh, uh, you managed to find a couple of things. One, you find a spare set of sails. Uh, in case you wreck these ones, um, <laughs> you know us. And also four four oars. Uh, if you would rather try uh, uh, rowing the boat than sailing it, um, you find a, a great big chest. And I think all of you guys coo over it for a little bit, uh, and then you open it up, uh, and inside is a bunch of flags and pendants, um, and a, a kind of weather beaten book uh, entitled "The Mariner's Guide to Flag Code." Um, <laughs> Yep, uh, there's there's four empty crates that smell very strongly of cheese, but have no cheese in them. You find five magazines for that uh, Zugnu, yep. um, and three very shiny jars that you recognize as being full of pyrothalassian. Uh, so, so don't drop them. Yeah, yeah, they are actually very, very securely like strapped into a shelf. Oh, good. Yes. 
While they are rummaging, yeah. do I successfully unfurl the sail? Well, the, with that 20, I'm going to say yes, you do successfully unfurl the sails. They are now unfurled. Excellent. I have unfurled the sails. Very good, Crewman Craw. You may proceed. We have to steer the thing, don't we? Uh, yes, you get on that little man and figure out how that works. Ugh. Send the shortest person to the back of the ship. I would like to point out that Kiff, I mean, Biff let out a sound that Kiff lets out whenever Zap Brannigan's talking to him. <laughs> yeah. He just went, <laughs> And he went to the back of the boat. Yeah, where the, where the tiller is. Um, so it's a till, it's a tiller uh, uh, driven vessel. Um, so, so yeah, you want to roll me an int check there as well? Intelligence check, absolutely. Yeah. That's like one of Biff's best things. Having yeah. banished Biff to the back of the boat. Okay, that's a very smart. That's a Ooh. that is a twenty. All Biff right, smart. Uh, my think... grandpa's uh, my grandma's stories. Yep. Yeah, yep. You, th- you think you can pretty much um, guess how uh, this is supposed to, to work from a tiller standpoint. It doesn't seem that complicated to you. You know, you, you push it one direction and it goes that direction. Uh, push it another direction and it goes the opposite direction. So I got this. Seem... Yeah, you got it. I got this. And I'm turning off roll advantage in the settings. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> for that. Uh, so yeah, you've got, you've got the sails successfully unfurled. And you've got um, uh, uh, you've got the tiller worked out, and so you you turn the ship. Where where are you aiming it, there, Biff? I am going. Well, I, I need to know what's ahead of me, and I don't know what's ahead of me. Well, ahead of you is is the river and a lot of junk. And a lot of junk. Is there some way for us? Is there some way for someone to tell me, like what's in oh, front yeah, of you, me? Oh yeah, you can't see it all. That should be that should be clear from your position. Your <laughs> I am. I am only at best. I think too tall. I can't remember. I'm a stout yeah. halfling. Yeah. Like I'm tall, but I'm not that tall. You cannot see uh, through through the. Tour. Um, I'm going to stand at the front of the ship at the prow with my hands on my hips and look as majestic yeah. as possible. Okay. Do you want to put like one hand on the on the pyrocastic siphon or? Oh uh... uh, yes. Okay. All right. Um, can you roll me a charisma check? Uh, roll me. Roll me performance. Performance. <sighs> Uh, what is my performance? My performance is plus three. I rolled a twelve. You rolled a twelve. Yeah. Um, okay, you you stand there and you put your arm on this siphon and you you put your arms on your 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 hip and you think you look pretty groovy and then a wave kind of buffets it and and a bit of corpse just kind of springs up and you you dodge it like you're not getting there's no dead on you. But um, it ruined the moment. Um. Yeah, it ruined the moment. If yells from the back, I hear the fish are biting today. Well, you would hear that back there, little man, but you can't see anything, so how would you know? But with the sails unfurled, you know, they start. The, the wind comes up, and the wind fills the sails, and and the ship, <clears throat> mer- you know, starts to to Mary Cheeser starts to push forward, and then strains against uh, the ropes that tie it to the dock. Oops. I was about to ask that. Uh, did I notice that? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. In your mind, you're already out there on the seven seas. 
Swashbuckling with the best of them. Yeah. Crawl yeah. will go over and use one of his hand axes to cut the rope. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Whack. You cut through and then start walking down the ship and you hack through uh, the other side. Um, yep. And yeah, then the ship is free of the dock. Can someone yell out what direction I have to go in? Like left, <laughs> right? Like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> Toward gonna, the lighthouse. I'm going to go to the back. Yeah. And the sperm. Up. <laughs> I, I'm not a boatsman. Pick Biff up. Out of the way of the steering column. The tiller. The tiller. The, tiller. the drive shaft. And Craw is going to work the shaft instead of Biff. <laughs> All right, Craw. Can you, if you're going to be working the shaft, could you please roll me? That's how we lost our PG rating. Yeah, an intelligence <laughs> check. Can Biff help him? Absolutely. Can, we help can Biff him? like teach him? Yes. Yeah. Uh, roll that with advantage because Biff has already studied how to work the shaft here. Uh, <laughs> I've worked with the finest of shafts. Yeah. 18 do it. Smart bug. Yeah. I'll just say, all right, you get the basics. Like tillers, all things considered, are not that complicated. You get how to turn a tiller. The sails, on the other hand, um, I mean, you learned how to unfurl them. You didn't quite grasp uh, uh, how uh, sails work vis-a-vis uh, -vis wind tillers. Uh, I was told uh, the, to unfurl the weather, them. <laughs> the weather gauge, all that jazz. Um, Krolash, what are you doing while your uh, three hired clowns are running a boat? <laughs> Two hired clowns? I'm here of my own accord. That's true, he <laughs> sorry, is. He is. Sorry, whoa, sorry. whoa, whoa. I Two stopped. hired clowns and a freelance well, well, yeah, I stopped yeah. working for him the second the show was over. I don't know even why I'm here. You haven't run the show yet, man. That's true. Right. The show's Dang, over. You're actually still under him. contract. Yeah, yep. Corlash, what are you up to, by the way? The show must go on. Um, <laughs> I'm just uh, sitting in the captain's quarters, ignoring them to the best of Okay, there's no captain's quarters per se. There is there is the mid-deck cabin. Uh, so you're sure, sitting sitting amongst like uh, a bench, basically staring moodily out the window and wondering how you got here, and <laughs> how you got here with these three, especially, and if you're actually ever going to get anywhere, which is perhaps the most important query uh, of the day. So the ship leaves the wharf, uh, and with those two rolls, I'm going to say it's a pretty lucky trip, all oh, things good. considered. Um, <laughs> You don't beat yourself on anything too difficult. Um, you know, you, you manage to avoid wreckage. It's not like a very long trip from a, from a distance standpoint. Again, it's about half a click away. But under the circumstances, uh, you know, with your, theme, with your theme song blaring, your ship nevertheless uh, starts to sail close to the island. And then a sudden... Uh, a uh, burst of wind rises up, and despite your holding of the, of the of the tiller, your lack of manning the sails means that that uh, uh, the lanteens catch the wind in a particular way and kind of drag you, um, drag you 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 like like due north, and uh, the Mary Cheeser uh, runs aground, but not horrifically so, um, on a sandy beach, on that little island uh, just just north of, of, of the lighthouse complex. And before you uh, is kind of um, 
it's a it's a it's a stony beach uh, up against an embankment, and above the embankment tower uh, the remains of what were some once very grand looking houses. We've landed. <laughs> Hooray! We've made it at long last. Uh, I'm going to step down onto the beach as majestically as possible. Okay, give me another performance check, please. One D twenty plus one. Yeah, with uh, with one, one, one. Actually, no. One. First, first, make me a Constitution saving throw. Uh, what's my con? I think it's plus two. Oh yeah, plus two. Oops, I'm in the wrong thing. Plus two. There's con uh, eleven. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, uh, it wasn't a very difficult <laughs> check. Uh, so now roll me that performance check, please. Yep, plus one. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I was first. I was checking to see if you'd uh, got, gotten your sea legs in time. <laughs> yes. On this like thirty-minute crossing of creeping slowness and very few, very little waves. Yeah, you land uh, and you flourish your cloak, your cloak appropriately. You feel like it's not your best work. But it's not like shabby either. Yep. If yep. anyone had been watching, they would have been suitably aware that you'd stepped off a boat onto a beach. Yep. As just as planned. Yeah. Biff claps really loudly. Oh yeah, you can see me now. Yes. I will also disembark. All right. With the, with the clapping halfling still on top of you. I will reluctantly join the party. Oh, is he back <laughs> on top of me? Uh, he was. I don't know if he is anymore. Uh, I think after the last time uh, Biff fell off of you as you ran away, he's not going back up on top of you unless he uh, has. That's that's fair. <laughs> so Biff is also trying to give Chomper his space. So Biff is uh qu- is trying to get off the boat as well. Do you need so a you- hand? Yes. Lift will- me this one <laughs> last time. I will pick up Biff and set him down on the beach. All right. Uh, so I- you- I'm just gonna fix them both with my one good eye. Adorable. <laughs> Both of you. Now, before we leave, should we tie the boat to something? Or should we set it on fire so no one else can take it? You are not setting my boat on fire. It's not your boat for the last time. It is time. absolutely my boat. Says who? It's not your name. Is your name the Mary I'm Jesus? taller. Lizard. Then by that point, Craw is the owner of the boat. Yes, but he didn't call any kind of dibs. I called dibs. Yes, but I named myself Captain. Lizard. Yes? If it's your boat, do you have any rope to tie it off with? Well, I think someone slashed all the rope we had. Uh, uh, Did we get rope from that other you gentleman? You were given rope from Sandra, yes. Oh, yes, true. There's, there's like 200 feet of rope in these packs, I think. Uh, so are going to tie the rope boat off, or are we going to set it on fire? Uh, very good, yes. Uh, tie off the boat, all of you, and uh, use your own rope. I'll keep mine. Barash is going to start walking up the beach away from the rope. Yes. <laughs> away from the boat. Yeah. Craw, Sorry, could you Craw. put me back on the boat so I could tie uh, it to Barash something? Barash is going to do the same thing because he's, he's made, he said his bit. Yeah. Okay, so Biff, just, just for the record, <laughs> you are tying up the boat just to move this along slightly. You are tying yes. up the boat. Yes, okay. I am tying up the boat. Okay, so you no longer have your 50 feet of rope. Yes. Okay. And uh, as a former rigger, uh, what are you, how are you hitching this boat, by the way? Oh, how am I going to hitch this boat? Well, yeah. I guess so. Wow. Hmm. The folks at home want to know. Well, mm-hmm. if I had some kind of post on the ground, I guess I would tie. Is there a... Biff investigates on the ground to see if there's something on the beach you can tie to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's just say you can tie this boat on. Uh, and you do it with a plum. 
Uh, well done, you. Yeah, yes. I use a clove hitch. I use a clove hitch to anchor it to the ground. Yeah, and so. then I go up to the uh, mass on top of the because I can't find something else. And I just tie another clove hitch. Oh, okay. to tie off the sail, yes. yes. You, don't, you don't need to use the mast. You tie it off to the same things the old ropes were tied to. Um, uh, rope hooks. There are still ropes attached to them. Yeah, yeah, you ah, can okay. still tell they're there. Yeah. Um, then, I tie a good, then I tie a good figure eight and oh, I lock great. it off. It's it's wonderful, actually. It's, it's beautiful. really really beautiful work. You did you did our school proud, bro. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, you are standing on a rocky beach. Uh, there's a stone embankment uh, going up about oh, three meters above you, and you can see the houses. Uh, the lighthouse complex is to your left, and uh, you can mostly see uh, the the kind of honeyed limestone walls and the kind of the the complex covers most of the island. And, and the lighthouse kind of towering up, towering up above you. But but it's it's the next island over, and the bridge seems like uh, rather uh, no. Is it, never mind. Forget forget I said anything about a bridge. <laughs> no, actually, from where, you, where from where you are, I heard you the wind say something. You about can a see the bridge linking the two islands. It seems to be still in. I think we should head towards that bridge. Uh, wait, aren't we walking away? Uh, yeah, we, we're going to the lighthouse now. We're on the island, right? Yeah. So the bridge linking this little island to the lighthouse island. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't crash on the. I we didn't crash. No, on we the did not. That's right? true. No, you Land. crashed on the island next to it. We no. landed on this small island. Ah, oh. beached really. So, Beaches are just a form of land. No. So you're gonna, meanwhile, like, from a. Well, sorry. You're going to climb up the embankment. You're going to try to swim. Gonna I'm just going to climb up the embankment. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to try and climb up the embankment as well. Oh, I'm also going to do that. There's a ladder there. It's not. Um, it's not the not requiring any checks, uh, but as you climb up, uh, the smell of death is really bad here. Uh, these houses, these houses are are gorgeous. These are these aren't just wealthy houses. These are like nobles' houses. Um, Barash starts they, looting. <laughs> you want to start looting, Barash? I'm gonna start looting. Uh, okay. Um, uh, what's what's the nearest house you're going for? There's, uh, there's the nearest house, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um, you you push open. Uh, what was the front door? Um, you want to make me a dexterity check there, please? Yes, my dex is uh, minus one. I do not have good dex. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh I boy! Minus one. That's a zero. Yup. You rolled. A zero, my friend. Um, so you push your way through this door, and you find yourself in a grand hallway. There is a there's a parquet floor with black and white checkerboards. There's a there's a beautifully carved wooden staircase leading up to a landing where a, a shattered stained glass window still has a few panes looking out onto a courtyard, and um, sculptures are are. Uh, uh, are lining the walls here, um, and and you step in, and the floor immediately gives way beneath you. <laughs> it just crumbles, and you go falling downwards, and you remarkably fail. You know, there's there's you know a lot of house around you, and remarkably you fail to catch any of it Oops. at all as you fall. Um, and so you, uh, you, my friend. Uh, you're gonna take <laughs> okay. You're gonna take nine points of uh, uh, falling damage. 
collide with uh, what feels to be a uh, um, a stove beneath you. You have fallen through the floor into the servant's kitchen uh, beneath the floor here. And there's just a sharp pain in your leg as you go crashing down onto cast iron. <laughs> in, in response to this well, all of you have crashing sound didn't follow him in right none of you no, followed him because no. he just like made Bra- a deal like craw is gonna turn around and be like where did the lizard go <laughs> i think he went into the house he's long gone and dead forget about vaughn all can, in can favor i craw walks over to the house and peers in the doorway there's a big cloud of dust coming up from the ground. Uh, once beautiful, um, uh, you know, uh, a hallway has just caved in. And as you watch, you can see the staircase just beyond it, like, start to sag like it's melting almost. This is going to end well. Biff, uh, Biff Pierce. Lizard! Over. Where are you, lizard? Where do you think I am? I'm at the bottom of a hole, you stupid insect! Biff looks uh, over the hole and says, uh, "There he is. You're looking into what was once uh, a very, you know, big kitchen for for making meals for a lot of people. Um, uh, you can see pots and pans. You can see cutting instruments. Uh, you can see a very sharp knife uh, jutting out just like inches away from from where uh, a lizard guy's groin would have been had he not fallen." in such the way he did, just avoiding impalement uh, on this knife, um, a lot of dust, and a really angry-looking dragonborn. Barash, I would lower you a rope, but I used it to tie up the boat. <laughs> Barash is going to fix him with a death stare, just, like, glaring all the knives he can. I'd also like to point out that Craw didn't take a pack, and I have the other two with rope. <laughs> And I'm not at the door because I don't care. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> You're having a smoke. Well, <laughs> does anyone have you. any rope? We could just lower Krod me down. does have his own rope with his Dungeoneers pack. Hang on one second. Um, I'll be right back. You guys negotiate who gets to use the rope and if you will. All right, Lizard. How badly do you want to get out of that hole right now? Well, that depends greatly, really. Can you stand up? Uh, more or less. All right, here. Craw, or anyone. Where's our employer? Where's he at? Uh, he's nowhere in evidence, evidently. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not there. So, Craw does have a rope. Would one of you bloody fools throw me down a rope way. already? I don't want to be stuck down here all day. Can you tie yourself around the rope? Like, are you just going to hold on to the rope? Like... Is this gym know. class? No, I haven't thought that far ahead. Throw me a bloody rope. How good at you are climbing a rope is my question. Like, oh, what, what... oh, Craw is gonna is gonna grab a length of rope from his pack and start slowly unraveling it. We don't have time for you fooling around, lizard. Hurry up and get up here, and I'm gonna toss one of the ends down. Fooling around, bloody bug, rude and inconsiderate. And I'm gonna back away from the hole and try and plant myself and hold onto the rope. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna test the rope first. Um, Does it seem to be solid? I, I think it does. Probably. Um, I'm gonna also look around just in case there's like anything, any doors or exits or obvious wealth down here. Even though it seems highly unlikely. I mean, not obvious wealth, but there are doors leading out of the kitchen. There's see them. 
I'm going to look up at them and say, now, wait a minute. There's an opportunity to be had here. Lizard, if you don't come up now, I'm pulling the rope up and going to the lighthouse. (sighs) Can Biff do an investigation check to look through the door to see if there's anything unusual about? Uh, You mean looking, um, looking into the house or looking out of the house? Into the house, like... I'm at the, in, where the hole is, and I'm looking around. Uh, yeah, make me a, a... Yeah, investigation will work just fine. 20. Wow. Ooh, okay. Um, in I have good investigation. Yeah. Um, you're probably familiar with the term structural failure. Uh, this house is not in great shape. In fact, you would say none of these houses are in great shape, because you know, just observationally, Harbinger walked directly through here. Uh, so this 6,000 foot long, 3,000 foot weight went stomping by these buildings, which were not designed for, for like a mobile earthquake tremor. It doesn't look like it's about to collapse this second. But if you want to keep exploring this house, you got to be very cautious. My dear lizard man. How I light have a are name. you? Yes, yes. What is it? You call this one Bug. His name's Cross. So explain your name. Mm, well, you got me there. Uh, um, all right, fine. Yes. What is it you want, little man? What I'd like is for you to grab onto the rope and come back up because currently, right now, this house looks like it's going to fall apart, and you're not very light by the looks of it. Oh, you care about me? Oh, I'm so touched. So very. Touched I care indeed. about the building not falling on you and then drawing everything else in sight of the noise. There could be zombies around. Zombies? Uh, We've never said anything about zombies. Corlash, what's your uh, passive perception? Irrelevant, because I'm heading towards the lighthouse. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Employer, come back. Does not care. (laughs) All right. You you had to. You're lucky. I'm good aligned. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna stare at the rope and just I'm just gonna start muttering. Bloody riches just laying there. Just. Waiting to be taken. It's not fair. It's not I will cast fair. catapult and I will knock this whole house down if you don't come with this rope in ten seconds. Wait, I you, did it once what? ago before, and I'll do it again. Couldn't you just catapult me out of this hole then? No, you're more than five pounds. Oh, I don't actually know how catapult works. Fair enough. Ten. Uh, nine. Fine. All right. Eight. I'm gonna grab the rope. Okay. While you do that, uh, Korlash, you 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 hurry, hurry through these streets. It's not very far to the edge of this bridge. Can you just make me a straight D twenty check, please? I, I'm not hurrying. I'm taking my time. Yeah, yeah, but it's not like I'm saying it's close. It's, okay. It, it, it's only uh, a couple hours. You want to make a straight D twenty, please? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Nineteen. Okay. I don't know if that's 19. good or bad. That's true. <laughs> okay. All right. Barash, all everyone dies. Barash, uh, you were you were saying? Oh, I grabbed the rope. Okay. Um, you want to make me a dexterity check, please? Yes, but minus minus. Uh, uh, athletics, uh, uh, athletics. Or acrobatics will do for this. Uh, those are better. <laughs> uh, my uh, my acrobatics is minus one. My athletics is plus five. Hmm. Plus five. I like those odds better. Well, I rolled a 13. Okay, you start to haul yourself up the rope. Um, can everyone here, uh, Corlash included, all make me uh, uh, dexterity saving throws, please? 
I rolled a 17, despite my mm-hmm. minus one. Dexterity. Oh, I rolled a, a six. Yeah, that was not good. <clears throat> oh, ooh, bad. Ooh. Bad, 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 bad. Um, but luckily for you, Corlash, you're not standing at the edge of a hole. Um, yep. You hear, um, and Craw, actually, I'm going to need you to make that uh, second roll that roll twice for me. Uh, like another dexterity save? Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to take the lowest one. Ooh, okay. bad, 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 all round. Except uh, me, but I'm on a rope. Yeah, mm, you were on a rope. Yeah. Uh, sorry, what did you roll again? Seven? Uh, so you rolled a 17 there? That was your last? Yeah, this, okay. So, um, as you're climbing, um, you hear, and Kral, this sends a chill through your spine, you hear another howl of Harbinger. Um, and and Korlesh, you turn and just kind of sort of in the distance, you can see a slight rise of a shape. It's it's rearing back again. Uh, and then it drops back down. And half a second, maybe a full second later, the tremor hits, uh, and the building around you just shudders. And that staircase you thought was melting just starts coming apart. And uh, uh, you and um, you and and so you you tie the rope off. By the way, or are you holding on to it? I'm holding on to it. I'm a, okay. I'm a big guy. I was yeah. I was expecting just to pull this lizard up and be fine. Yeah, uh, Carlash. By the bridge, you are thrown to your your feet, your knees, uh, and that hurts because knees need to be taken care of. But you're fine where you are, uh, given where you are. Uh, Good to know. But. Uh, the two of you, Craw and uh, and and Biff, you go tumbling into the hole as as the, as the shock wave hits you, uh, and and the rope comes down with them. Uh, Craw, with that roll, uh, you gotta have to give me a second roll there, or uh, uh, br- uh, um, brush. Okay, same thing, Dex. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're Ooh. fine. The the rope goes, but you actually managed to grab onto rubble time. Uh, so so they go falling past you. The rope kind of. Uh, leans over you, and you actually manage to pull your way up uh, to the top of the hole. Uh, though above so you, I'm out of the hole, and they're in the hole. Yeah, yeah, you're out of the hole, and you actually have the rope now. Uh, the two of them have both fallen in, and they're going to take. Uh, you know, Biff, you're going to take six uh, points of fallen damage. Cry, you're only going to take two uh, because uh, you fell on Biff. <laughs> oh, get off me, please. <laughs> Well, Sorry. well, well. I'm gonna roll off of them. The glove's on the other foot now, isn't it? <laughs> I will burn you for all eternity, lizard. All eternity. <laughs> when I oh, get out of this hole. Look at the pair hole. of you. You, you look so. Can I make stupid. an athletics check to just scale the wall? Um, it's not a wall. It's a hole. You could climb the wall and just be at the ceiling. You're, you're uh, like okay. a couple feet into the room. Uh, and and it's gotten quite dusty in here. And just looking up, that ceiling's really starting to bulge. Oh no! I'm not going to climb anything. I think I'm going to try and find a way out because I am light, and mm-hmm. I am going to take very casual step. Oh, friends! Guess who's got the rope? I will burn you. It's until your I... old friend Barash. Who Are you going so to tie it off? Unfair to. I stopped to pull you up. Mm, yes, you did, but you are rather a goody two-shoes, aren't you? I mean, really, you would have helped anyone. While you're having that conversation, Carlash, do you want to try crossing that bridge? Yes, I do. Okay. 
Um, I'd like to investigate the bridge first to make sure. Oh, you down. would, would you? Okay, why don't you roll investigation? We'll see what that tells you. Fine, I will. Sounds like somebody's learning. 16, not bad. All right, <sighs> the bridge is still standing, but there's kind of a spot in the middle of it that looks kind of saggy that you feel like you're not going to stand on that part. You're going to go around that part and stick to the edge. And it's kind of, it's not your most dignified progression across a bridge, uh, but you get across uh, just fine. And you get, you get all to yourself. You get the, uh, the scene description. <laughs> As you step foot onto the island, the honeyed colored limestone walls of the Abbey of St. Zalus rise up before you. Its temple is a soaring dome-capped tower, the titular lighthouse of St. Zalath within, that rises over 300 feet, the tallest structure in the city. Its once lofty cupola, sorry, its, its once lofty cupola has collapsed, and the dome is cracked, but you are close enough to judge that the main building seems structurally sound. The same cannot be said of the rest of the complex. Those structures visible above the walls are missing everything from roofs, to entire floors. The walls themselves are, cr are crowded with a motley mixture of ragged civilians and under-equipped soldiers who stare at you with, hunted, with haunted eyes. The gates before you are littered with the dead and a thousand broken arrows. So while you're admiring that, clowns? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to grab the end of the rope that's still in the hole. Uh, is it still in the hole or did, Kra uh, or did uh, Barash pull it up? I'm pretty sure I got it. I pulled it up. Yeah, oh, I have I a question. I ask. don't remember you mentioning pulling it up. I mean, that's how, fair. How tall is Craw? Six something, six yeah. four, I think. Not high so, enough for twelve feet. Oh, so it's twelve feet. What about when his arms are stretched out? <laughs> you want to try and run and jump and grab on with that six foot? I could just uh, throw him. That's true. No. You could throw him. But uh, like, how far up does a, a Biff is like? How far do your arms extend? Can you hold me up and see how far I can climb out? Grab onto Biff, hold mm -hmm. him above my head like Simba. Okay, uh, Biff, <laughs> what's your height? Three feet? Three feet. Okay, so that's six feet for Craw. We'll add another foot and a half for the arms, plus another three. That's ten feet. Uh, your arms, your stubby little arms, another half foot. You're just shy. Excuse Maybe me. Maybe he could try jumping. Barash, could you please pass your hand down and pull me up? What's in it for me, little man? I will burn you for all eternity. Oh, threats, is it? Mm, I seem to remember a certain someone left a certain business card on my chest, which certain elves may or may not have melded into my flesh. I'm not terribly pleased with you, little man. Craw, throw me at him right now. I don't care if I die. I will punch him. Would you two stop fighting for five, five minutes? Biff holds his hand up for five minutes. There's a groaning noise from the ceiling above you. Oh, that's not sounding good. Mm, well, I, I suppose I could throw down one end of this rope I've got here. If Craw, you were to throw me up through the hole. Me. Craw, throw me up through the hole and I'll send you the rope. Uh, I will throw Biff <laughs> up through the hole. Okay, you're throwing him through the hole or are you throwing him at Barash? Through the uh, hole. Uh, I'm basically throwing him at Barash because Barash is also in the direction of safety. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to make me an attack roll then? Range, sure. Ranged attack. Uh, 
So Projectile Biff. I I'm a I am proficient in all simple and martial weapons. Do I get my proficiency bonus on this? Um <laughs> Yes. Well, it's kind of like an oversized club you're throwing. So I will say yes. <laughs> I'll give you proficiency in throwing a Excellent. Make sure to make a note of that. <laughs> Tool proficiencies and custom skills. Throw please, an please, apple. Please. please. Hey, hey, do yeah, I get look, like a brush? Brush did caber toss a couple of times back, back in mercenary <clears throat> training. Do I need to do like an acrobatics throw or anything like that? Uh, no, you're fine. Okay. Uh, I got a 15. Okay, what's your armor class there? Uh, uh, my uh, armor class is. Mine is 12. Uh, mine is 12. Okay, yeah, that hits. Uh, um, but I can use Mage Shield automatically, right? Uh, if, you, if you say you can, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I will Mage Shield. And that or makes your AC. Shield, it's just called Shield. Plus 5 AC. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah, uh, Biff, you're going to take uh, another point of damage bouncing off his shield, <laughs> uh, but you are up. Um, uh, make, me a, make me a deck saving throw there. Who, uh, me? Rush. Yep. Dex or athletics? Dex, please. Dex. Ten. Yeah, you um, uh, you managed to keep your footing. Okay, that's important. Uh, at, the, at the impact of a halfling against your shield. <laughs> Biff, uh, mark off now, that spell slot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Biff, Biff you are now um, out of the hole. Biff uh, tosses the rope back down. And then he says, hold on, I'm going to go find something to tie it to. Wait, you have to I, take the rope out of my hands first. I was still holding it. That's going to be a contested strength check, I'm afraid. Hold on, hold on, wait a second, wait a second. Hold on here. The rope is like, is he holding the whole length in his hand, or is he holding a part of it in his hand? He's holding a part of it. Uh, You know what? You probably didn't bind the whole rope up there, uh, uh, Barash. But I will need someone to make a... uh, If you're going to try and take it from him, this will be a contested strength check. Um, What about dexterity? I'm fast. No, this is strength. I'm, While I'm you're doing that, guy. though, um, uh, you see uh, Corlash. I got a 19. Good, good. You see Corlash uh, uh, above the gate. Um, <clears throat> uh, somebody with, with like the remnants of a plumed helmet has come to stand. It is now staring down directly at you. Oh, good. Let me check my notes here. Ah, I oh, beat him. You did. Yeah, the, this halfling... Uh, uh, <laughs> He is not amused. <laughs> can we? Can I describe it? I kick him in the shin and just yeah, take the rope. Yeah, yeah, It's it's you know they don't have a lot of muscles, but what halflings do have are very compact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm and a stout I think, halfling. I, I think you just one. weren't you were just weren't prepared for the like intensity of the. Tank. I was definitely not. Was yeah. not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, and boy, your hands kind of sting from rope burn now. Yup. Yeah, but yeah, you you have the the rope, Biff. Can I do an investigation check to see if there's something I can tie it to up top? I'll just, for the sake of expediency, say you can tie it to something and get him out of there. I tie it and I throw it to Craw. All right, Craw. I will clamber up the rope. Yep, yep. Uh, you want to make me athletics as you do so? Biff's running away from the house, by the way. Ooh, Craw. Oh, Craw. Craw. Oh. Uh, so you make it up. Uh, not as fast as you wish, though. And as you reach the top... Um, you you hear the ceiling give way and a, a big beam comes down and, and you, you push your way out of the house, but it, it does like whack you on the shoulder Ouch. as it comes coming in. Uh, and you're gonna take another uh you're gonna take another six points of damage, buddy. 
I'd like to point out that's the second time today a house has fallen on you. Yeah, I know. Uh, what's the passive perception of everyone here? Twelve. Nine is passive perception. Yeah. How do I find that? Uh, I don't worry about it. I know what yours is. It's not good enough. Uh, I got an eighteen on perception. Yeah, how no, do I find passive. that? It's just it's ten plus your wisdom modifier. Oh, ten plus my wisdom. My wisdom modifier is zero. Minus I two. have zero wisdom. I have minus yeah, two. So twelve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Just just curious for no particular reason. Eight. Yep. Yep. Your uh, passive perception is eight. Yep. Yep. Biff starts wandering uh, yeah, towards but you the are, You are out of you are out of the the house, and uh, you want to try looting another one. Uh, brush. Um, I, I'm gonna. Or how about you go get caught up with Corlash for the yeah, time? Yeah, that, that seems wise. I think, I've had, I think I've had my fill of collapsing. <laughs> yeah, the DM, <laughs> the DM has had his fill of jumping uh, uh, POVs. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Day. But yeah, um, realistically, I yeah, Cross gonna wind up his rope, attach it to his bag again, and head towards the bridge. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say with that nine. Uh, you didn't get to the rope in time. Sorry, oh, the rope's buddy. gone. Okay, rope is gone. Rope uh, gone. As, as as have. I mean, you could probably dig it out, maybe. It's probably pretty far down that hole, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, you you get caught up with Cor- uh, Corlash. Um, did you have you started to engage this fellow yeah. in conversation? Oh, yes. I lost his rope. Good day, Master Guard. I am Corlash Lightspark, and I am here to. See to Seraphina, a priestess who is said to be living in this lighthouse. <laughs> and there's a, a, a murmur kind of goes around the people on the wall. And he, he leans down and he goes, A lot of people around here have been looking for the lady Seraphina. What do you want her for? I am here on behalf of her siblings, Nora and Garvin Yokul. They wish to ascertain her good health. You want to make that a uh, persuasion check for me? Thirteen. Okay. Um, 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 um. I'll just roll this in the blind for once. Yeah. Okay. Um. You, somehow you beat that. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> My plus four in persuasion is useful for something. He, yeah. He squints. He squints down at you. He's like, "Well, you're not covered in filth." That's probably a good sign. How do we know we can trust you? I am a nobleman. And, and at, at this I, point, uh, the, the others pull up. You hear like the sound of a house falling down behind you. <laughs> crashed. Yeah. I, uh, I show him my signet ring and uh, also a scroll case uh, holding my scroll pedigree and say, you can see my credentials if you so wish. There's a, there's a murmured conversation, and then down from the gatehouse, they lower a, a bucket on a, on a rope and say, put it in there. I put it in there. Uh, uh, I'm going to lean over next to Corlash and sort of say as quietly as I can, who are these rubes? Have we caught up to him? Yeah, yeah, you've caught up. Oh, thank um, God. So, so you, if, uh, if you weren't all distracted <clears throat> being down the hole... The walls are above you. There's a whole bunch of people staring down at you. Uh, yeah, now that you're here, uh, the smell starts to hit you, and it's like an un, an sewage. I think is probably the most polite uh, word I can use. Uh, the smell of an open um, uh, septic 
pool, for yeah. example, uh, is very strong here. Hello. <laughs> uh, yeah, your your um your your the bucket goes up, and there's a murmured conversation, um, and and then they they peer out and they go, "Is this all of you?" Yes. The dead haven't followed. Oh, no. I told you. I told you. Told what you is it with the dead? I told you there'd be zombies. Of course there were zombies. Why am I not surprised that there are zombies? All right. And they kind of peer out. They're like, all the guards on the walls are like <clears throat> peering around and they're squinting at the water. They're looking at the land. They're like, all right, we're going to open the gate. Hurry. And with a big drunk, like one of the one of the big wooden gates just kind of pulls open just enough for you guys to squeeze past. I will hurry in. Uh, I will also do that. And I'll I... check behind me to make sure the dead aren't back there, because now I'm paranoid. <laughs> yeah, you don't see any dead behind you uh, from here as you go in. Um, <laughs> there we go. Piff heads oh, in. Yeah, I'm going to upload this this fancy map of the Abbey from Better Days. So are we in the lighthouse? Yeah, uh, it, it, this is the Abbey of St. Um And so what's called the lighthouse is a great big temple. Uh, ah. That kind of that that actually was a, a, a lighthouse, um, but the the bit that had the, the cupola on it with the light in it is is gone now. It it fell down, um, but most of the tower is still standing. It was three hundred feet tall. Now it's about two hundred and seventy feet tall. Uh, so here here's this map of the Abbey courtyard. Um, the 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 first thing that hits you is that. You can barely move. There are so many people here. Like the the smell of unwashed humanoids is overpowering. There has to be a f- couple hundred people just pressed into this kind of courtyard space alone. And and there's all these these buildings here. You know, there's the there's that hospice next to you. There's the stables. You can, you can just and see what remains of the Archmandrite's palace at the far end there. Uh, there are there are faces sticking out of every window um uh, just like a, a sea of people and they are filthy and their clothes are dirty and they all have that same longing kind of terrified kind of hungry expression you you have come to expect and this is this phalanx of guards kind of forms around you and kind of um keeps them off you and they start to walk you towards the great the great tall bulk of the temple uh, and you can see as you you approach um that that everywhere that isn't you know you're a cobblestone right now you're in this kind of little square but but everywhere is, is mud beyond that and and you quickly realize that this was once this was once garden this was once lawn they've eaten it they've eaten every blade of grass every clover every flower Every last scrap of greenery uh, on this island outside these walls is just gone uh, as they as they push through, and and eventually you enter um, you you enter the the hall and it's it's known and I'll give you this for free it's known as the Grand Gallery and it has large graceful columns it rises about three stories the floor is covered with with smooth mosaics and against one wall is this enormous and ornate fountain and and beneath the fountain uh is a great 
um, a great divot like a, like a bath. Like you could get into this fountain and and bathe in it. Uh, but the fountain is completely dry, and you can see peeking over the edges of a great you know fountain bath. Children are just like uh, hanging off this fountain and, and sitting in it, and the floor, the, these beautiful mosaics, they're just covered with bodies. Bodies running all the way to the edge of the walls. There is a, kind of like a makeshift hospital, and here the smell of sewage is disrupted by the smell of like rotting flesh and 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 putrefying skin, and it's just oh, it is. It is full of bandages. It is full of bodies. It is full of uh, robed um, uh, monastics kind of rushing to and fro, and their faces are exhausted. They are, they are enervated uh, as you enter this hall. Uh, I'm going to say probably not as <clears throat> quietly or subtly as I should. Charming place, this. Biff just goes, ugh. Or lash walks yeah. through dignified as always. Yes. Yes. At least someone yeah. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Barash wants to be, but I don't think he is anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, you're, yeah, the three of you who are lash are covered with like dust at this point yep. dust and wood fragments and mortar. They look like they fit in with the rabble. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's good you weren't with them, uh, Corey. You're one in. You're not covered with filth. Really wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> really, really wouldn't have tracked anymore. Um, yeah, Crow, you having any kind of reaction to this big room full of the dying? Um, there's not much I can do to help them, unfortunately. I just wanted to give you guys space to react if you wanted to. Um, yeah. So, so the guards take you through this kind of minefield of the sick, and they lead you to a side hall, and then up and up and up a, a staircase. Um, and and they lead you to to an upper floor, um, and you can tell just by being here that these were once uh, like offices, uh, or 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 chapels, or you know, the business of running a big temple um, was done here. And now they've been kind of turned into makeshift wards. There's a lot of like uh, ad hoc curtains put up to make dividers and you can see cots and like really badly injured soldiers uh, sitting on beds uh, and your little phalanx uh, takes you through um, to one one particular room and in this room are, are two people uh, one is is uh, on a bed and their, their leg is heavily bandaged and you can see that they are a, a chikri um, one of the one of the clickwise, uh, they're chicory, uh, the little kind of bug monkey people, ah, um, yes. and and their leg is bandaged, and they are they are engaged in a heated heated argument with a very tall, very broad woman, um, whose head looks like it was shaved recently, but the hair is just starting to grow back in, like you know, like when someone's going from bald to having hair again. Um, <clears throat> That the fuzz. Yeah, the fuzz. And you've seen that on, on most of the monastics here whose hoods have been down. They all seem to be uh, going from bald to, to having uh, uh, hair again. Uh, and, 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 and they, uh, the chicory and this woman uh, whose hair looks to be some, uh, you know, is just coming back in, are engaged in a, a heated argument. 
Um, but what also stands out is that next to this cot um, is a table has been set up and it's covered with what looks like junk, but junk that's been engaged, been like set out in very particular ways. Like here is a piece of driftwood. Here is a scrap of glass or metal or rubble. Uh, it's all been laid out on this table. Um, and the argument is, is going on uh, quite loudly, uh, but it's not in a language any of you speak. And the guards, you know, click their heels and bows and kind of like hurry back out of the room. Uh, and the other two haven't noticed you yet as they argue. Um, Craw will click loudly. I was going to say he clears his throat, but I remembered I'm a bug. <laughs> uh, the argument stops. And they both turn uh, to look at you. Um, the big woman just with a scowl on her face uh, uh, and like the family resemblance to 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 Nora and, and Garvin is is obvious enough that even Barash can tell uh, they're related. Uh, with he's his, not very good with uh, humanoids. He's not anything really, you know, just no, that, yeah. he's, he's not, not a very perceptive type. Yeah, yeah. With that black person. But yeah, you can tell who this woman is. And she glares at you and she goes, yeah. I apologize for intruding upon your sanctuary, Serafina. Your sister Nora and brother Garvin were concerned about your well-being after Harbinger walked through the city, and they asked us to check on you and to see if there was any news of your father, Lord of Greyforge. Uh, as you stand there, as you say that, um, Serafina continues to scowl. But the chicory just groans, uh, like back of his throat, and kind of a kind of a like a like a like a a blender with glass in it kind of sound at the back of his throat, and goes, "Oh, my replacements." Sorry, what? Hey now, and and they they push themselves up in the bed and go, "My replacements." Nora sent you. After me, who's after her? I'm Sir Carabas. Uh, I'm, I'm going to lean over to Corlash. Do, do we know who this person is? I don't um, know who this person is. You, I will nod to them and say, I am Craw. Uh, yeah, and they, they wave. Welcome to Greyforge. Pleased to meet you, good Sir Knight. I am Prexagandolin Barash. Perhaps you've heard of me. <laughs> And they actually look at you for a long moment, like just staring and then go, no. <laughs> Biff Littlefoot, uh, magician and entertainer. Pleasure to meet both of you. Hack, jeez, every time you ask if anyone knows who you are, you just get a blank stare. Who's the hack? At least I know I'm unknown. <sighs> Serafina uh, shakes her head kind of glares at Carabas and then looks at you and goes, tell me of the welfare of Garvin and Nora. That is Lady Greyforge, uh, she asks. And, and Carabas makes this, makes this noise again, and she frowns at him. My sister is Lady Greyforge now, Carabas, whether you or she might think. I can see the bones of my ancestors falling from their tombs out this window. This is no time for false hopes. If father <clears throat> lived, we would know by now. He's dead, and therefore it is Nora, that is Lady Greyforge, who rules the city now. Well, what's that arm? 
I tend to agree with your assessment of the situation. I believe that he would have made himself known by now, were he able. Nora is well, although she appears to have lost an arm in... Oh, I knew about the arm. Oh, oh. excellent. Then she is in perfect health. Well, relatively perfect health. He is also fine, though he seems far more spooked than she. Well, I suppose that's good to hear. You may go now. I'm sorry? You may go. Thank you for the information. You may leave. Do you have any information you wish to send on to Nora and Garvin when we return to them? I'm not leaving until my work here is done. And what work is that exactly? Uh, and, and the chicory makes another noise. She wants to save everybody. As long as, as long as there are people still here who need my help, I am going to give them that help. That is the duty of this temple. And so long as I'm in charge, and the, the chicory kind of mutters something under their breath uh, as she says that, that is what we're doing. We are staying here, and we are making a difference. Is there a way for us to be able to hear what he said? Um, you can suppose you can make me a perception check. Ooh. Like uh, while, while he's doing that, I'm going to lean over to Corlash, and I'm going to say, Corlash, why are we bothering with this? Like, under my breath. The Nine. good Lord Samvar will nothing. pay us finally, but we need to get one of those cultists. We're wasting our time on this nonsense. So what did you roll? Um, what I, did I you? Okay, that nine, I nine, rolled a nine. You didn't hear it. Damn. I tend to agree with you that this was a waste of time. However, Nora and Garvin may turn out to be useful later, and giving them the information that they required may help us in the long run. And how Is there anything... You, how, sorry, how loud, sorry, how loudly are you and how loudly are Barash and Cor- Corlash having this conversation? I assume Corlash is being pretty normal, subtle, and Barash is not. Normal, so so that they could, Serafina could hear it? I'd say no, trying to keep her and them from hearing it, probably. I'm fine if she hears it. Okay. <laughs> Barash is uh, not, but he's not good at tact. Her face darkens and the chicory clicks agitatedly. And this woman says... Are you in league with Lord Samvrar? Biff walks away from them and be like, well, I'm not, a, I'm not part of them. Lord Samvar has requested our assistance in dealing with Harbinger, yes. <clears throat> I bet he has. And what does he want you doing with it? He wants to control it. Oh, does he now? I turned him down. It's a fool's I errand. Didn't. I walked out of the room. I'm quite proud of it. Uh, uh, the, the, the chicory carabas, uh, goes, you, you can't control it. You've, you've got to kill it. It's the only thing you can do. It's, it's what I've been doing. And he, he points, he points to this like mess on the table next to him. It's, it's my plan. We can, we can kill this thing. We can, we can end it. We can, we can save ourselves from it. Um, can y'all make me a wisdom saving throw? Wisdom is bad, if I remember correctly. Uh, mine is uh, two. Pro, you're going to make that with disadvantage. You're probably, okay, that's six, yeah. You could roll a worse number. <laughs> oh, buddy. buddy I'm hey, I'm, I'm wise as heck, speaking. I got a 14. Okay, yeah, I see that. Um, I also got a 14. Okay. Uh, oh, poor Kra. 
as you sit there, Harbinger screams again. And this time, uh, all but you, Corlash, because, you know, what's a what's a screaming monster going to do to a noble like you? You know, you've got your <laughs> dignity. You've got your family, you know, pride. Uh, and family pride is nothing, uh, you know. Monster screams have nothing compared to family pride. But but the the scream like rattles the walls with the force of this howl, and and Carabas just like hisses, and Serafina just kind of like shrugs uh, as it as it passes. Um, I'm, I'm going to read you, I'm going to read you the descriptive text because uh, I need to make sure I don't have any typos in it. Uh, uh, Serafina breaks off as the walls rattle with the force of Harbinger's howl. The marrow in your bones seems to pulse in harmonic sympathy. Half the people in the ward freeze up with fear, while the other half let out cries of their own and bury their faces in their pillows. Only Serafina seems supremely unconcerned. As the howl passes and relative calm returns, Kerabas glares at Serafina and says, There, like I said, how can you not fear a beast who screams such evil? Why should I? Unlike most, I do not fear that which I do not understand. She smiles a small, sad smile. I have watched this one for seven days now. I see no evil in him, only loneliness and solitude. He seems a little lost, huh? Bewildered by the world he wants. He is as much a Zenyu's child as anyone. Yeah, he ruined my city and caused devastation to my people. But do we not do the same when we slay a cow for beef or uproot a garden for its bounty? He is no more evil for living his nature than you are for eating those fish the children ripped from the river. I do not understand him, nor do I speak the tongue in which he cries, but that doesn't mean I need to fear him, Carabas. And Carabas just scowls at her with all his mandibles. Lord Samvar would agree with you that he is not to be feared and may even be tamed to defend the country and kingdom. Kerbas Joes, you... You cannot be serious. Oh, you we cannot, are! You... you. Okay, he turns his attention to you, Craw. Abaras, yes. Craw snaps himself out of picturing his fallen father figure in the forest yeah. and... Yeah, yeah. Sorry? Yes, I heard my name. Well, you wouldn't have said your name. He just turned oh. to look at you to address you specifically. Uh, okay, he's talking to him, not me. Sorry, I misunderstood. You guys cannot have been here long, but we have to kill this beast. Agreed. Sir, Perhaps. Serafina has been here since the beginning, and she tends to agree with my point of view. I did not say we did not need to kill it. I merely said I am not afraid of it. But if it is not evil, does it need to be slain? Well, that depends. On one hand, evil is a system for understanding sentient morality. Harbinger is beast. How many cities must it step on before its morality ceases to matter? I have no wish, I have no desire to wish this horror on another city. If Carabas thinks they can slay it, then perhaps it should be slain. And as the two of you talk, uh, uh, two figures uh, enter the room. Um, uh, and both of you take a beat. Uh, and it's two hobgoblins. Oh. Um, Two hobgoblins dressed in chef's whites 
uh, and the whites are um, just spattered with blood. Um, and they, they kind of politely push their way past you and they start to tend to, to Karabes's bandages. Uh, and he starts to, 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 to swear at them and click wise and they just grunt at one another and they're kind of rough in handling them. Uh, but they, they, they start to redress the bandages on the leg. Sir, that kind of language is not necessary. They're clearly trying to help you. And he goes, and he, he clicks back at you, you know, in, in click wise and his own, uh, his accent is, is quite distinct from your own, but you can at least get the gist of it. Um, as, as they say, uh, you know, these two, these two goons have been mishandling me since I got here. You would swear too. And actually, you know, uh, um, and realizing that, that you can in fact communicate, uh, uh, Caribus continues in clickwise. Uh, um, what was his voice like? It was like this. Um, sir, you don't know me, but I have served Nora Greyforge a long time. Mm-hmm. I live to serve her, and I can think of no better way to serve her and serve her city than by ending this. It might seem like it's not doing anything now. It may seem relatively peaceful. All it's doing is howling and screaming, but I have seen the dead burn. I helped fight our way out of this madhouse. Everything here has gone so very wrong. I beg you. I, he, he points to his leg. If I could do this myself, I would, but I can't. Help me. In Please. clickwise, Kral will reply. It sounds like you know how to kill this thing. I have an idea. I have a plan, but I need Probably to know. Walk over to him and kneel down to be more eye level. Okay. He 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 points to to his to his pile of junk, and he goes. There is a myth in Greyforge that long ago, one of one of the ancestors of of Nora uh, uh, took took the armies of Greyforge and, and fought a, a mighty dragon. And to do so, he was gifted a bolt, an enormous like siege crossbow bolt of extraordinary power. They called it the Quarrel of God. There's a myth that there were three such quarrels granted to that, that old Greyforge lord. Uh, but, but most people, they don't believe they exist. But Nora... Nora used to explore the catacombs beneath the castle, and, and she says that, that there was a time deep in the tombs that she saw it, locked away. She saw that quarrel. If it's powerful enough to blow a dragon into smithereens, it is powerful enough to end this beast. But I need the quarrel, and I need a tool powerful enough to 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 fire it and he, he he reaches over and he grabs some some paper he's been scribbling on and he holds it out to you 
and 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 it's, it, it's covered with diagrams of like a great big um the word is the word is oxybelis and it's a unlike unlike the it's a siege ballista basically it's a, it's a kind of ballista um and and he, and he points points hmm. to this and he's like i can build this and i can fire that bolt but i need the materials to do so and again he points to like i can't go no one here can go everyone who's been here as long as they have the fight's gone out of him we are just hanging on as best we can but you you're fresh you know he kind of glances at the mortar on, on your clothing because you're, you're pretty fresh fresh ish <laughs> your party could do it if you managed to get in here and trust me i only survived because a group of of refugees trying to flee here found me uh, i thought i could still climb the way i used to the wall fell out from underneath me but i can do this but he reaches out and he puts his hand their they put their hand on yours and they go i i just need help uh, i'm going to look at the the other two who are in the room and say either of you getting any of this yes they uh informed me uh neither of them don't like you Crawl. They did not say that. Not they totally celebrate. did. Oh, and at, clickwise at at uh Carabas. Okay, not a, not a brash like. No, yes. just conveniently timed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he'll he'll click back. If now they're saying if it gone. will help the people of this city and prevent other tragedies like this, I'll do what I can. And and your party will follow you. Uncertain. <laughs> With that, Craw <laughs> oh. will stand up, and in common, say to the hobgoblins, "I take it you are doctors of some sort." Uh, uh, Serafina barks out a laugh, um, and <laughs> and one of them grunts up at you, and she says. Uh, uh, we think they were battlefield medics. At least that's our hope. And she kind of raises her hand to gesture at like everything. We don't have a lot of options around here. None of my uh, uh, spellcasters have gotten any of the rest they needed to to gain their their. Uh, I don't want to say spell slots in dialogue, but. <laughs> Uh, none of us can sleep. None of us can properly commune with Zing Yu. It's madness here. So we have doctors, or at least I, chefs. I I ask them, have you any experience treating smaller creatures? Uh, one of them uh, looks at the other. Uh, they, they share a look for a moment. And the other goes, Dragaro uh, Toriace. And they kind of like raise their hand and do a, a maybe gesture, like waggle it back and forth. Like, mm. Craw nods, removes the little tent from his backpack, and sets it down and opens the flap so that they can see Chomper. He hurt his paw when Rubble fell on him. I tried to help, but my hands are unskilled. Can you help him? 
The two chefs stare at your capybara for a long moment. Then they share another long look between one another. And uh, 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 one of them reaches into their whites and they pulls out a little uh, coin purse uh, and they, they, they hold it out to you and then gesture to the capybara. You misunderstand. I'm seeking aid to heal him. They look kind of shocked at this. Uh, and the other one also pulls out a, a fat coin purse and, and puts it next to his fellows, you know, in the same in the same hand. And then kind of furtively looks around and and pulls this tiny little box out of their cloak. And they they like making sure no one's uh, uh, looking at them. They they lift the lid and show you what's inside. And it's like uh, a small, fairly desiccated sprig of rosemary. I think they want to eat him. If that wasn't obvious. What? No! Seraphina goes, everyone here will want to eat it. I think you should put him... Hell, I want to eat it, and I'm not even starving. Allowed. Am I it? She says to the two. Healing it. Huh? You want to, you know, with the bandages and the... With the bandages? And they kind of glare sullenly at her for a moment and then nod and they, they put the coins away and they put the the the, the rosemary away. And I'm they, gonna they... reach into my pack and pull out a pair of trail rations and hold them out to them. Please. They 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 spring up. They spring up and, and gesture to a to a, an occupied bed. I will carry Chopper over to the bed. Okay. Um, they, they, you know, you, 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 they start to, to fuss over them. Um, and you know, while you do notice hands like professionally judging, you know, uh, thigh plumpness and the like, <laughs> um, just kind of subtly, uh, they do, uh, they do bind, um, they do, they do bind the, the paw together, um, and, and take your trail rations and immediately hide them away. Uh, and then go back to to uh, bothering Carabas. So uh, yeah, you can you can consider uh, Chomper's wound uh, bound uh, for the time being, and uh, uh, we'll say um, uh, what's their hit points eight. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, it's, we'll we'll say for the moment they're at seven hit. Uh, the wound has been treated too. So. Um, so the rest of you just watch that particular pageantry play out um, yep. in in uh, silence. Um, uh, while that was going on, um, Serafina, I would say, crouches down to uh, on your level, um, uh, Biff, and she goes, uh, Kathleen, yes. what, is, what is state of city out there? Oh, man. People are fighting one another. There's Fires, some dicks named the Longshoreman threw stuff at us. I made, uh, I didn't make any food appear and certainly had people fight each other over it. That was a thing that didn't happen. A building fell on us. Check, please. (laughs) I got a two for that. Oh, 21. Oh. Her brow kind of quirks at that, but, but she doesn't interrupt you. Um, and then there's a, uh, did I mention these dicks named the Longshoremen? They're out there just throwing things at people and fighting bandits with tattoos. 
And then there are cultists. They're still out there running around. But the whole city is just really kind of anarchy. And we don't say the F word. That's what we've learned. No saying the F word out loud. The People F word? Food. We don't say food out loud. Ah. There yes. is not much to be had here. No, Our you're not going to eat me, you? are holding, but they will not for much longer. And how I... can we help with that? How? What can we Speak do? for yourself. I am speaking for myself, Lizard. Go off and fall in another hole again. Uh, yes, but remember that you fell in the hole after Trying me, to save man. you! Trying to save you! Failing you, to save you me! Would you be quiet? Oh, yes, I Sorry. guess. Sorry. And she's pulled herself up to her full height, and it is, it is big. Which, which is There's probably a... still shorter than Barash, but the point is made. Uh, how tall is Barash? Barash is... Doo -doo. He is... Where is his? Uh, he's 6'10". Okay, yeah, she's 6'2". She's um, oh, so she's so... pretty tall. So she's big, but but yep. her presence fills the space quite handily. Yep. Very um, much. And and she just shuts you down with a glare. Yep. Um and she goes For the moment we are stuck here. Even if I wanted to leave, there is there is effect that the sound of Harbinger tends to have on people. They they become afraid in, in different ways. You will have seen it. Huh? Uh, some have grown uh, angry and uh, paranoid. Others have gone almost catatonic. Relived the terrible experiences, nightmares, so not... the like. Gone batshit insane. So it's not the longshoremen's fault that they're dicks. Well, the longshoremen were always dicks. Aha, uh -huh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, we have them been all. dominating river smuggling for, oh, 10, 15 years now. But Would you say they have claim to the city? Do they have claim to it? This city is the domain of the Yokur family, helmed still by a Yokur, one Nora Greyforge. Yes, well, the longshoremen would disagree with you on that. Nothings of smugglers. Well, they currently have claim rule only to rubble. Well, the longshoremen currently rule the city, so we can burn any barricade of them down, right? The foundry fire will likely burn it down before you do. That sounds like a challenge. What is your obsession with fire, little man? It's fire. I love it. It's delightful. It's in all my acts. Children love it. I mean, fire is very useful. I usually solve most of my problems with fire, but we, in your case, well, it's we will be very good friends. Serafina. Yeah? Where do the catacombs beneath this island lead? Uh, she quirks her eyebrows. There are no catacombs beneath this island. I turn to Carabas and yeah, clockwise go. Uh, yeah. Um, where are the catacombs the, exactly? Beneath the castle, like three islands over. Oh, the points. and you can you I, can see you can see the castle from the window. In fact, and it's up on a great big promontory. Uh, and it's uh, if you recall, it's basically been shorn in half because mm. when Harbinger walked by, it kind of like scratched its leg or it's like its ankle uh, against the, the the mountain, and it like carved carved that. Well, not a mountain. It's it's a you know big big promontory big cliff and it kind of 
shore that in half and shore the castle in half. Uh, so it's under there. And he points, he goes, uh, you can actually see it if you look hard enough. I turn back to Serafina. My mistake. We do have a boat, albeit a small one. Is there no way we can get refugees and wounded off of this island and to maybe a more secure location? Do you have a more secure location in mind? Well, your brother and sister are maintaining a fairly secure refugee camp just outside of the city. It, at least no, temporarily... No, no, no. Those who could flee have done so. Those who remain are, quite frankly, too scared to go. They're too hungry to go. The thought of moving even several hundred feet is exhausting to them. They have not eaten properly for days. We are down to, to grams of rations just to keep people alive. They lack the strength to go. And so long as Harbinger stands there terrifying them, I will not move them until I have no other choice. And if we stay here, at least there is still one refuge within Greyforge. So even if we got them food, if Harbinger was still kicking about, you wouldn't move them? If food were to be found, it would change equation. It would not be easy. The, the madness it brings is not purely... There is depth to it. It is psychological in its injuries. It is lingering. They are not merely scared. They have been made terrified as a, as a living state. Well, I say we go kill that thing. Now, hold on. That yes. doesn't seem very terribly fair, does it? I mean, after all, as was previously established, it is alive. Does that not mean that it deserves at least a chance? If a wolf attacks your herd, you kill the wolf. But a wolf attacks my herd maliciously. This seems more like an act of happenstance. So you're saying we find the cultists? That's a possibility, yes. Other than removing the creature from the equation, is there anything that those of us who are willing can do to help your situation here and now. She goes over and, and looks down at the, the pile of scrap on the table. And you've all been looking at it long enough that you realize it's a scale model of Greyforge. Mm. It's been built out of junk. Uh, uh, to be and... fair, Greyforge is currently built out of junk. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it's, it's like I said, it's, it's a scale model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and um, she kind of points down at the map and she goes, if we were to get out, we would have to fight our way out. The longshoremen currently keep hold control of most of South Bank, but the Southward Horde is still holding on to larger dockyards here and may have further territory back where fire is. North Bank, last we heard, the Six Sisters 
and the Moloch concern have been battling for what remains above water. Underwater, she shakes her head. I have heard tell of rumors of a, a king submerged who lays claim to all of North Ward that now lies underwater. Well, that doesn't sound ominous in the least. If we manage to get my people out the North Bank, I do not know if there is still dry land for them to escape on. The flooding is taking all the fields. It will be feet deep in water at that point. They would have to swim. We would have to have vessels, and there are not vessels to be found. Meanwhile, the longshoremen still hold most of South Bank. And as for river, we do not have ships. There is no transport. There are a number of people here. I don't have the exact number. I should probably calculate. There is uh, X number that is large who are trapped here. That is large. Yeah. That, that's a that full X a, number, by the way. Yeah. That is a mm -hmm. massive number. And we are oh, starving. Yeah. That so, is how things stand. Do you know much about the fighting strength of the longshoremen at this time? They've seemed like they've attempted to attack you before, from what I t understand. They have, uh, Carabas speaks up, they've mounted uh, three assaults on our walls. Thus far, we, we managed to hold them off, but um, we're not made of arrows here. And while they lack siege equipment, it's only a matter of time. They can always starve us out. So, as it stands now, we either go try and kill the big monster first, or we all go get the longshoremen, or something else, I don't know. Well, the Largo dock seems to still be holding, meaning if they are at wads with the longshoremen, they're more likely to be friends of ours. Uh -huh. The South Vord Hard are not likely to be friends with anybody. They're street gang. They shake down, they shake down people in alleyways. They they pick pockets. They they stab people in bars and walk out with their wallets. Hoodlums. That well, is right. Hoodlums, I say, and hoodlums are not much of a problem. Normally, they they run in the south bank, uh, sticking to the to the residential areas. But the fire has pushed them out. Uh, they are clinging to the South Bank because, from what we can tell, that's almost all that remains of the South Bank. I say we just let the fire deal with them, and we go get ourselves some boats. Really? We... What is your obsession with fire? I just brought up a fact. The fire is taking them over. Fact. Oh. She brought it up several paragraphs ago. Several paragraphs. Paragraphs? What? You're a very odd man, you know that. I'm not a man, I'm a halfling. You're a very odd halfling, you know that. I am Biff Littlefoot, the halfling. The? Now he's the. 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 Again, the squabbling. He started it this time. So, let's go get... What is everyone thinking? I personally want to go get the longshoremen. And their boats. All the boats. Boats, 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 boats. Eh, whatever Corlash wants, I'm good you, for. I, I'm going to stress. I mean, you can, you are, you can see into Eastern Docks from here, if mm. you want to go look through a different window. 
you can see into longshoreman territory from here if you wish can we look at it take a look let's take a look yeah uh you go and peer out the window you can see the dockyards here um i could point things out on this map this way so that worked yeah so so here this little uh, you can see the entranceways to the docks. They're they're clogged. It's like someone shoved six or seven ships in there and set them on fire, uh, and 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 busted ships just kind of stream out from here. Uh, Serafina uh, comes with you, and she starts to explain that uh, around like the morning after Harbinger arrived. So so Harbinger arrived before dawn. By around eight o'clock that morning. Uh, the merchants in town tried to flee from the dockyard uh, and there was a fire and the ships were so close. They were basically jockeying for position. Everyone was so desperate that, that the merchant fleet burned in the Harbor basically, which is mostly what's, what's causing all the clogging of, of the river mouth down here is just uh, a bunch of burning ships have crashed up against the customs chain uh, and, and block the Harbor. Um, so you can get ships, but at the moment, um, you're not really seeing, uh, an easy way out, uh, at least not from here. You can't see all the way to the North, the North, the, 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 the top of the Maran up here. You can't really see from the tower here, but, um, uh, also in the docks, uh, you're not really seeing much in the way of ships. Um, you're seeing a lot of burnt wreckage. Uh, and you can't individually make out any ship. That doesn't mean there aren't any, but what you're seeing mostly looks like uh, burnt-out ruins. Oh, we just can't catch a break today. Oh, what's the next thing that's going to fall on? Um, uh, while you are, are sitting there, Carabas uh, uh, pipes up and goes, So, you, uh, do you agree with me? Slaying the beast is our is our best option, as I was telling your Baron Chi friend there I have a plan, a concrete plan. He does have something of a plan. I'm going to um, look at, at a window towards the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to lean over to Corlash and say, Corlash, may I have a word outside? Indeed. Uh, we're going to go try to find a place out of earshot. Yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do you first, then I'll come back to you. Uh, come back to you. Carl? Okay. All right. Um, do we have to look around to make sure there's nobody like nearby? I mean, it's pretty crowded, but this yeah. hallway is not immediately showing anybody. Okay, Corlash, we can't let them proceed with this plan. I didn't get all of what was going on in there, but very clearly they want to kill it. And if they kill it, we get nothing. And if we get nothing, then Lord Sambrar will be very displeased and probably try to kill us. So realistically, vast unassailable wealth on the one hand, Angry Lord Samvar and Prince, oh, I don't know, whatever his name was, on the other hand, and we die, so we can't let this go through. While I come to the same conclusion that you do, my reasons are different. Uh, Lord Samvar is an envoy to Prince Macron, and I believe that the prince would overrule... Princeps. Pardon me? Princeps. The, the title was Princeps, not Prince. Barash had it wrong. That's fine. Yeah. Barrage is an idiot. <laughs> he doesn't remember details. So sorry, is Prinkeps. So what 
character knowledge, would that outrank then the leadership of the city? Oh, um, I mean, yeah, uh, princeps is just the gender neutral term for prince. Uh, it's okay. just it's just the Latin. Uh, uh, Macklin is neither male nor female, so it's just the just the term. They are the youngest child of the queen of this kingdom. So okay. yes, so uh, the the yokels are vassals to to the queen and palace. So as far yeah. as I'm concerned, um, the yokels have no say in what happens to the creature if the royal family has deemed the creature could be useful for the kingdom as a whole. Agreed. I would consider it an act of sedition at least, and possibly even treasonous at the most. Agreed. Well, that brings us to the present then. How are we going to deal with this? Because these people are clearly dead set on killing it, and I'm not all right with that. I think they will listen to reason. Mm, they haven't seemed very likely to do that so far. Once we're away from the uh, bug with the injured leg, uh, I will attempt to speak to them and sway them to a non-treasonous point of view. Mm -hmm. that, may, that might work. I suppose it's worth a try, but I'm just saying, this, might, we, we, this may come to blows, and if it does, we may have to resort to violence, and while I generally abhor violence, we should be prepared for that eventuality. I would prefer it if we did not have to hurt Craw and Bit, and we will find a way to honor the Princeps wishes. Just think of it. Think of it, Corlash. Think of the wealth. Think of the power and opulence. Yes, that is uh, secondary. Think of me and my needs. <laughs> We can't fail, Corlash. We can't let them take this opportunity from us. We can't. It's not possible. It's not optimal. It's not right. We have to stop this. We have to turn aside this madness. If you approach it in this way, telling them that they cannot do it, they will resist. We must reason with them. All right. I can be reasonable. <laughs> that remains to be seen. I'm very reasonable. Look at me. I wear a cape, for Christ's sake. Oh, pardon me. Yes. There is no Christ Quite. in this universe. <laughs> at least I don't think there is. Is there? No, probably not. Bradley Quite. Christ, who... Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Famous dragonborn. Um, uh, yes, yes. Spelled totally differently. Yes, yeah. Totally different. With a, with a like, K probably a Y and K in there. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. K-R... Well, no, now we're getting too close to the Greek. Shit. Yeah, um, 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 Q. <laughs> Hold on. All right, let's move on. Anyway. For uh, Bahamut's sake. Yes, yes. In the name of all that's decent, I'll play along. Very well, but do remain on guard just in case. Oh, I'm always on guard, especially with the halfling. I don't trust him. He's got shifty eyes. At this very moment, Biff is just playing with a coin going... Yeah, so just to jump back to you, Craw, you want to make me a perception check, please? Sure. Oh. Wow, it's amazing the way that castle hasn't fallen. That's a that's that a three. That, that won't stop me from talking, though. Yeah, the good knight 
mentioned that in the catacombs beneath the castle over there, there may be a weapon that can fell the creature. A certain quarrel of God? Uh, Seraphina laughs. Whatever my sister insists was true, <laughs> I would not go believing tall tales. She used to tell me that beneath the catacombs, within catacombs rather, there was a fountain full of pudding that never stopped running. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tell me more about this pudding fountain. Where can I go get it? it Lady does not Serafina. Exist, Kefling. She was. Oh. Uh, Considering that a six legged mountain trampled your city in the past, like in recent times, a quarrel that can slay dragons might not be the most ridiculous thing to believe. I suppose not. And, and comes, if this pudding fountain is real, it could solve a lot of your food problems. What pudding kind of pudding? Oh, <laughs> Chocolate or she, vanilla? She comes over with butterscotch. And she, oh. and she, she points uh, to the castle. That is my family home. Although, to be strictly fair, most of them lived in townhouses elsewhere. Most of those were stepped on. But you know, for for ceremonial purposes, Castle Greyforge, seat of, of Yokor family. Mm-hmm. Has anyone been out there since the passing of the creature? From time to time, I have seen lights on the castle. I do not know what they signify, but they worry me. For your purposes, though, you would need to get to the catacombs, to the undercroft. Normally, you would go through the south, uh, the south tower. Unfortunately, the south tower um, no longer exists. <laughs> Was Harbinger it stepped on sheared as well? it off the building. Oh. But it, well, you see that she points out to the to the to the promontory. You see that dark spot there. You don't because you can't barely. See yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm squinting. Putting yeah. a hand over my eyes. I can't see over the ledge. Yeah. I pick Biff up. Oh, thank you. At a guess, that is the catacombs. Open to the world. Well, that looks easy. You would have to climb. Ugh. I am just... a good climber. Perhaps 130 really? feet? 150 feet? Ooh. My good lady. And uh, there is another problem. Oh, good lord. Do tell. This temple used to have a healing spring. The Arctic Fountain, it was called. It's why pilgrims came from all over to, to heal themselves in its waters. And it, it was here long before this temple was here. Since the beast passed, the fountain has run dry. But it has always had effect uh, of on things uh, underground. Huh? We have buried our dead beneath the castle for a thousand years. Uh-oh. They've always had a tendency to be uh, a little restless. Uh-oh. They are not, um, not, not zombies, you understand. Oh, no. They just get up and move around sometimes. That sounds and, like a zombie. And, well, no, zombies try to eat you. These mostly try to hug you 
Um, Ugh, that's the worst. And you know, servants, you know, working in in in, in down, you know, down in Castlewood occasionally stumble across, you know, great grandmother Hilga or something, and then you'd have to, you know, coax her back down to her tomb. Um, but usually, uh, this temple, uh, the Archmandrite who rules us, they maintain a ward over uh, 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 the the catacombs that keeps the dead from getting up, keeps them sleeping peacefully. But that seal has been broken, and they have become very restless indeed. If you are to go there, you would need to recast Void. And behind you, uh, Karabas goes, and it's not the only thing uh, I need either. There's a couple of other things I'll need you to get as well. Karabas explains that there's two other resources he needs. Um, one is rope. He needs a lot of rope. Oh, well, um, we got because, that. Because oxybellus operate on, on, on a winch process. They require a lot of rope, and it's like hempen rope won't do. They need ship rope. They need big, heavy ship cabling, um, and they don't have any uh, on the island. Uh, but if there is any left, uh, the Largo dockyards might have them. And that's where the longshoremen are? That's where the longshoremen are fighting the southward hordes. Um, are Korlash and I about done with our conversation now? I'm assuming you've wandered back in to hear this. Yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, and then the third thing is, uh, in order to fire this this big bolt, um, he's going to need a piece of wood flexible enough to take the strain of all that rope uh, to, to to build the the firing whatever. Um, there's not a lot of trees in Greyforge right now, mm. but he thinks he knows. Uh, where something might be found. Uh, there's another temple in, in town uh, called All Waters Deep, and it's in the northern half of the city, and, and uh, they might have what they're looking for. So the, the three options, the, the, the three um, uh, missions you can pick if you choose to accept them, uh, one is to go after the quarrel, which will be in the undercrowd. You're going to have to do all these, so it's your choice. Uh, one is to go after the quarrel. One is to um, try and retrieve enough rope to, um, to, to, to build this, 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 this siege crossbow. And the third is to try and retrieve uh, a piece of wood capable of maintaining the strain of this, of this massive uh, construction. And uh, uh, just a reminder, Garvin did ask you to scope out the Marin Foundry and try and find his big horde of weapons. So, but, but there's a lot of fire there right now. There is Where a lot of fire. Would new New Waters Deep be? All on Waters Deep. All Waters Deep. Sorry. All Waters Deep is um, on your left. It's the Temple of Yao Zen. Ah. Ooh, we can go through the artisans. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they're probably not open. Yeah, and I will. I will tell you. You can just tell this observationally. Uh, the the dark blue on that map, that's all underwater. Oh, and that's where the floodwaters currently sit as the river continues to to flow out the levees. 
So there's still there's still like buildings sticking up there, presumably. But, but yes, yes. Are also it's up to it's up to anywhere from like depending on because Grey Forge is kind of uneven and there's there's you know yep. hills in there. It's yep. anywhere from midway uh, in, on the ground floor to like up to the second floor or deeper. Okay. Okay. Well, looking the out Largo, over the, city. the Largo the Largo docks are these ones. Yeah. Largo docks on there. So there, the docks, Castle Greyforge, you know, or in there, or the Marn Foundry over here in this big, probably just fine red blob. Looking, uh, looking around, Kra's going to mention, considering that we know the Longshoremen are attempting to siege Largo docks, that seems the most time-sensitive of these options. Hmm. Arguably, yes, but Castle Greyforge is much closer and on the way there. And I would mention that if this bolt of God or quarrel of God or whatever it's called does not exist, then the whole mission is for naught. Mm. Castle Greyforge would be our first target. I agree. That seems reasonable. So you'll do it, Carabas asks. You'll, you'll. You'll hunt for the quarrel? In clickwise, I'll say, I already told you I would do it. And, and he nods, like, yeah, but uh, what about the rest of these assholes? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we will go to Castle Greyforge and see what we can find. Just to double check, we're going to go to the building where the zombies are. Zombies? What zombies? They're not zombies. They're just corpses that move sometimes. What? No one said anything about that. And to clarify, I would not attempt to go to the castle. Well, no, you're staying here. You made that clear. (laughs) No. uh, You should go to base of Promontory and climb. That is probably your only way into the anymore. You could try going to top and climbing down, but like... She points at the castle, which really is like the remaining half is leaning fairly, (laughs) fairly obviously. You're welcome to try. I think I speak for everyone here when I say we've had enough of crumbling buildings. Uh, Yes, very much. Yes, I I second that. Actually, uh, (laughs) I I haven't. I could use some more because that'll cut down on my payroll significantly. (laughs) <laughs> uh, my lady Serafina uh, I came to Greyforge initially to study at the library at Castle Greyforge I was wondering uh, if the library would still be intact inside the castle or if it was part of the castle that got destroyed she uh, shit I don't actually know I didn't put it on the damn map I made um, it for your backstory <laughs> the castle. I'm going to say um uh, the um, she says that the north wing still stands, which means library may still stand. Ooh, I like yes, a good but book. It's probably full of zombies and books. Ravenous flesh eating zombies They're and books. I, I'm I'm out of character. I'm assuming that Barash and Karlash are not in the room for the bit about the zombies because we sort of. Came back. It was about the same amount of time we were in the yeah. hallway, until right after the zombies bit. I don't think I actually pulled a library ward or anything. What's that? We don't know about the ward or anything that needs. Yeah, to be- we don't know any of that. We we know the stuff after the zombies, but so 
would we be able to like looking out the window um perhaps having stared long enough i've overcome rolling a three earlier uh does it look like we'd be able to travel up that way on foot or would we have to sail our our boat foot up? you can take the the bridges linking because there's a bunch of little islands. the bridges still seem intact as um, at least as intact as anything yep, around here. Yep, and thank you for reminding me that I totally forgot to make you roll dex checks crossing that bridge earlier. Oh, um, I figured uh, you did that for expediency because you didn't want another like three oh, no, stages I just, routine. I just forgot. You all got super lucky. <laughs> okay, um, I remembered. Yes. Yeah, but you already crossed, you'd already I crossed. I remembered. I just didn't point. say anything. You you mentioned you specifically said for expediency's sake we'll say you guys have <laughs> yeah. caught up, and I was like, oh, you're tired. Foonery. Yeah. That's what it yes. is. <laughs> well, I mean, that was also true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I totally forgot I could have added more buffoonery to the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Environment. Well, the, oh, oh, with, look, with look, our current look. party comp, there's going to be some buffoonery. That's for sure. I fell off the back of the chair. <laughs> Exhibit A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? No, no, my cat. He was climbing on the back of my. Oh, chair. I thought you said you fell off the back of your chair. No, Which no, wouldn't no. surprise me in the slightest at this point, <laughs> uh, given how many years I've known you. Would not shock me. So, um, party. Uh, uh, Farash is going to do whatever Corlash does. Okay. and Corlash is still one of his employers, anyway. Okay. He actually has a piece of paper with him, rather than with Sanbrar, who he just has wondrous promises from. Um, yeah, so I'm. I, my vote is for Castle Greyforge. Barash throws his vote to Castle Greyforge, mm-hmm. Kral? I, yeah, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah, all right. Majority, Biff, do you, do you have a dissenting opinion? Not really. I mean, I'd like it if we stopped the flooding in the sea, because is Greyforge underwater? Well, the northern half is becoming fairly underwater, yes. Uh, but to stop the flooding, you'd have to like fix the levees as they're flooding. Um, it's not. I'm just going to be blunt, Biff. It's not really in your skill set. To the castle, then, where the library is. Uh, yeah. So, um, so you guys aren't going to tell us about the ward that needs to go back up. And that we need to figure out how to do that first. We're just going to the top. <laughs> yeah, because technically we still still don't really know why we're going there. Yeah, we you just know, know that bolt. that's important. Um, Knowing Biff, he'd he'd forget to tell you. Hmm. You said library, and his mind is on that now. He's like library, 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 library. Again, library. you're not going to the castle. No, but. <laughs> We're going underneath the castle. Biff hasn't grasped that concept, which is fine, uh, but I just want the player to know so you can't be crushed later. You're not going <laughs> to the castle. Well, Biff will be crushed later. Oh, you can be crushed for sure. Don't get me wrong. I mean, emotionally. Um, so Kral's going to sort of go over the plan and be like, so we get the quarrel of God from the catacombs. Which we are infested with zombies. From Largo docks. We return which... those here. Then we have to go to the north side and find out if we can find, uh, see if we can find the wood needed to assemble this weapon. Finally, we'll have to do something about that magic ward thing. But that seems like a not me problem. That's magic a, ward thing? That's, a, that's, that's it going a, to the library. That's going to the, that's going to the Undercroft business. 
the ward is part of going there. You're going to have to 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 do it while you're there. But we don't know how to do that. No, but you can look for a solution ah. while you're there. I, I figured that was an opportunity for Serafina or somebody who understands this more to explain it to Krog and he doesn't get the magic thing. Oh, okay. Um well, we'll say she does that. Because <laughs> okay. uh, it's 11 and I'm, I'm hitting my limit. Uh, Biff's just, like, just write it down on this paper. Now. Yes. I'll uh, read it right so ahead. I think we'll, we'll call it there. And it's, it's, it's good. I was worried you were going to get through the segment super fast. And then because there's like four separate missions you could choose to go on, I couldn't do as much prep work because I'm like, I don't want to read like a full third of my book over in preparation. Um you underestimate yeah. our buffoonery levels, good sir. Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I won't do that again. Um, <laughs> yeah, buffoonery will slow down things considerably. Yeah, you rolling. successfully got through like two pages. Well done. <laughs> um, to be fair, a lot of that stuff is background that I already to reread. Mm-hmm. Uh, Before yeah. we fade out, yeah. can Biff walk up to both Serenina and Serafina? who's the person? Yeah, Serafina, who's the person? Carabas, the their Carabas. Walks up to both of them and goes, Want to see a card trick? She just says, no. Damn. Uh, but he seems eager. Biff shows him a card trick. Oh, don't humor him. You want to make me slide a hand there, buddy? I sure do. I sure do. I've been waiting for this. Oh, where's Biff's character? <laughs> waiting for this. Every game, so I'll humor Biff. <laughs> 13. Uh, hmm. Um... Okay, they get that gets to go against uh, Carabas's wisdom. Um, while you're in the middle, while you're in the middle of that uh, that, that card trick, um, Carabas's hand just kind of darts out and very casually brushes your sleeve, and the card you have stuffed up there just kind of slips out and lands on the bed. Barash uh, just just starts laughing like a maniac. Barash put it there. He's a thief. I'm not a thief. I'm a mercenary. Same thing, different day. <laughs> makes sense. No part of what you just said makes any sense. It makes absolute sense. It's called talking to Beth. Admit yeah. it. You look like a fool, and you're embarrassed, and so you're kicking upward. I will burn that cape on you. And the audio slowly fades out, and the credits roll. <laughs>